Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am super excited about this episode of the Money Mindset series because it really is about shifting from dreaming to doing. So this episode is called Getting Paid to Be You. And so it's really shifting from, you know, maybe doing work that you're not super inspired about or passionate about or that you feel you have to do or that you've just been doing for so long, it's what you're supposed to do, to shifting over to a really aligned job or career or line of work that would light you up and really feel like you are actually getting paid to be you. Now, this is actually one of my favorite questions to ask a client is what does it look like to get paid to be you? And most people can't answer that one because we don't have a good idea of who we are and we don't have a good idea of what we want or even what we're good at. Uh, There's a couple of reasons for this and I'm gonna break down a few concepts and like kind of hand them over to you just to kind of chew on and contemplate and look at because this often comes up in my coaching conversation. So I'd like to distinguish the difference between a few of these different aspects and then leave it for you to kind of uh, maybe journal on or meditate on or look at for yourself because getting paid to be you has more to do with you knowing yourself and this can actually change and shift as we grow and evolve. What it looked like to get paid to be me at 20 looks different than at 30. It will look different at 40. And so it is okay that these evolve. And It's a much more popular conversation now than even maybe a decade ago or for our last generation, which was very popular to get a career at 20 and be in that career for 30 to 50 years until retirement. And so, you know, we're on the back end of a wave where like it really is okay to have multiple jobs, multiple streams of income to uh, job hop throughout our life and not stick with something. And it's not seen as negative anymore, as as negative as it, it did when we were, like I said, the generational gap of shifting from like maybe the last generation, the last couple decades into the now where it's more okay and it's more accepted and it's more of a conversation of live your purpose. And so we're going to talk, I'm going to start by talking about purpose because a lot of people think that their purpose actually does lie in a title or a job or a role or um, something of that nature, even if that title is parent and, and mom or dad or employee or boss or manager or a teacher, whatever it might be, that that's not actually your purpose. Your purpose might you might be able to fulfill your purpose by taking on one of those roles. And I think this is really important because when I talk about getting paid to be you, some people mistakenly hear that only as entrepreneur. And that's not what I'm talking about, meaning that everybody has to start their own business or uh, have their own creative endeavor or passion that they pursue. Many, many people's purposes feel fulfilled inside of maybe a nine to five or an employee type job or a role with a company. So let's be super, super clear that I am for any type of job as long as it really truly feels like you are 
fulfilling your purpose inside of it. So, and let's talk about purpose because a lot of people also mistake purpose as completely something that is of service, that like my purpose is to help others do something. A lot of people naturally um, orient their purpose as like what their contribution to the world is. And that's fine and wonderful. And is it a contribution to like the quality of life that you're living too? And so... um this is an important place to look because usually our purpose is much more baselined. A lot of people that I work with, their purpose lies in connection or my life purpose is adventure. I have, uh, I remember specifically one client's purpose was to soar, right? And so when we look at that, then we can look at, okay, what jobs, what career, what line of work would be in alignment with your life purpose? And if you notice, those were one-worded uh, purposes. And so a lot of people will summarize their purpose as like, I'm here to make the world a better place and leave a positive impact and, and help this type of person do this type of thing. And that's great. And it's much more, it's actually probably much simpler than that. And I do that work with my clients. So if it's something that you might be interested in, it's something that you could reach out to me about like, hey, I've been in search of my life purpose for years. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to live it and help, please, right? So happy to do that work or um, support you with that search. When we are able to know what, it's like, what do comes first, the chicken or the egg? And I like to imagine that our, purpose comes first, jobs in alignment with our purpose become obvious when we know our purpose or um, behaviors or our lifestyle might change because we've discovered our purpose. So it's a great place to look and a great place to start. Um, another place I'd like us to look is our natural gifts and talents. So our natural gifts and talents are really important to take a more serious look at because here's the thing, so many of us overlook our gifts and talents because they are so second nature to us that we don't take them as seriously as we should. A great, for example, is my ability to write, my gift at writing, particularly at writing books. I love writing posts and articles and all of those things, but I have a, a particular knack for book writing. And when I started, obviously I wrote my first book for free because it wanted to come out of me and no one, you know, no, I, no one, I was not known as an author. Therefore I wasn't getting book deals and offers. And then also when I started ghostwriting, I was getting paid very, very little because I didn't understand the actual gift that I had that, that other people can't just sit down and write a whole book. And when I got better at it, I had written four books before I knew that I could write a book in about 10 days if I really needed to. And, um, when I was sharing that with somebody, they, looked at me and they're like, do you understand that like, that's not, you know, she used the word normal. And I, I didn't, I, I overlooked that as an actual like gift or skill. And so you have these things that come natural to you that you aren't valuing because you think like, oh, anybody could do that. Yeah, that's great that anybody could do it, but not everybody either wants to, or it would take them an incredible amount of like thought and labor to actually be able to do it. And so if you can do something that's so second nature to you, that's probably an area of your life that you could get paid to be you. And then there's one more concept that I'd really like to break down, which is it comes from the book, um, 
Oh, shoot. I think it's from The Big Leap by Gay Henderson. Brilliant book. I love it. And he often teaches, He it's, a, it's about a different concept, but in one of the chapters, he talks about your zone of genius. And he actually references four different zones. Your zone of uh, incompetence, your zone of competence, your zone of excellence, and your zone of genius. So the zone of incompetence, very easy. What are you incompetent at? Like, even if you wanted to be good at it, it's just something that it does not come easy or natural to you. That is the zone of incompetence. Then there's the zone of competence, things that you can do. Uh, maybe you don't like to, maybe that you don't prefer to, but you could do those things, right? And then there's the zone of excellence. These are things that you are great at. This is where a lot of people get caught up in their career because you might be great at something, but it still doesn't live inside of your purpose or your passion or your vision. And so we get trapped in the zone of excellence. This is where people get burnt out. This is so subtle, but when you know about it, it's like, it just blows your whole world open. Like, oh my God, I'm trapped in the zone of excellence. This is where a lot of people end up in careers, maybe working for other people is that they're really good at something, but it's not the zone of genius, which is like truly your area of the most inspired inspiration, like the most inspiration, the most clarity, the most creativity, there's flow there. You could do this for all of your days kind of thing. Like think about like, what could I do for the rest of my life? At one point that answer for me was like golf. I'm like, and I really considered like, how about I just join the PGA, the WPGA, right? And so like you really can do those things if you decided to live inside of your zone of genius. What are you absolutely great at? And it truly inspires you to do. And that for me really was book writing. Like I'm so inspired to do that. It's fun. Even when it seems difficult or I have a deadline, it's still something that brings me to life. And there's so much flow and love put into each chapter and all of it. And then also for me with coaching. So my zone of genius, I, I am an amazing coach and I love being in a coaching call. You know what I don't love? Sending emails, organizing things, remembering things, building in the back end of the business. And so it's my zone of excellence. I am really good at doing those things. I built my whole website. If you go to abigailgazza.com, like I built that damn thing word by word, picture by picture, page by page. And it's brilliant. It's beautiful, but it's not where I am best serving my time, right? And then let's talk about one more zone of genius for me, which is like vision as far as being a visionary, as far as being the CEO of a company, right? Like I can see the whole picture of what Hearts Unleashed will be. And so my zone of genius is to really hold the vision and keep bringing things out of like the clouds or out of my head and into reality. And so I have a team, I have a staff to help me with the details and the implementation of the these projects, which is so, so important because this is where my zone of genius was bogged down. I was bogged down in the first three years of my business, building it by myself because I was sending out all the emails. I was doing all the scheduling. I was again, building the website and doing the email lists and all of it. And, and then when I would launch a product or a sale, I had to build it, sell it, 
launch it, then coach it, then wrap it up. And it was quite the work, right? It's very one man band. And like, I love the idea, the image of the one man band, like you're the travel person and then you set up the stage. You're trying to hold the light and sing the song and play the instrument. And it's like, that does not work. And could you imagine, let's say Lizzo or Beyonce or, you know, Elton John having to build the stage and roll in the equipment and then perform No, they show up to perform and that is their duty, that is their job, and that they wouldn't actually perform as well, they wouldn't sing as well or dance as well if they had to do all those things, right? So they have to care for their duty, their role in the performance to be able to show up that way. And so if you are exhausting yourself in the zone of incompetence, right? You guys, there are things that I am incompetent in when it comes to business or uh, implementation. And so if I'm spending my time in the zone of incompetence and the zone of competence, the things that I'm good at, but I don't like, and the zone of excellence, things that I can get done, but I don't prefer, then I don't have much energy left for my zone of genius, or I have limited time to be in that zone of genius. And so this is really, really important because I want you to look around your life and ask yourself, like, where am I spending my time? How am I spending my time, my money, my energy? And how can I be doing that more effectively so that I could actually get paid to be me? And what does you being you look like? And it might seem silly. It usually does when I first start this exploration with clients. It's like, what does it look like to get paid to be you? And they're like, yeah, me sitting on my couch all day. (laughs) And I'm like, no, really? Like, okay, let's literally look at that. And then usually we sort some things out, but it's like, what does it look like to sit on your couch all day? What would you be doing? And for me, like, it's sitting on my computer and writing a book, or it might be sitting like two feet over in a comfy desk chair on a call with a client. And so it really can be what it looks like. And, you know, some people are like, oh, sitting in the sun on my back patio all the time. It's like, yes, and maybe that's just a fix for what you think you want because you're overworked and underpaid and tired and burnt out is you need a vacation, but you don't really want to vacation for the rest of ever. You need restoration and then you could actually look like what it would look like to get paid to be you because you have a knack for something. You have a passion, you have a purpose, you have a desire. You would love to be up to something for the rest of your life that really lights you up. And there are those things, there are those truths. We just, our world is busy and loud that we don't actually spend the time in stillness and in silence to really come to a conclusion about what that might be and how we might monetize that. And so you, this is part of the Money Mindset series because you really can monetize you as yourself and you in your purpose and in your passion. And if this is the first time that you're hearing that, great. If it's the hundredth time that you're hearing it, it's probably a stronger tap on the shoulder. Like, Hey, it's time to get more serious about that. But I want to wrap this episode up by saying like, it's okay if this is the first time hearing this, because some of us grew up in worlds where it was normalized to go to school, to get a good paying job that has a two week paycheck and security and stability and predictability. That was far more important and far more prioritized or honored. And that was what it was. And so I just want to say like, it's okay if, you know, thinking outside the box and taking a leap of faith or taking taking a chance or doing something that you wouldn't qualify. You got to know, by the way, so many people get paid for so many things. 
that is something that I realized. And if you want to go look it up, it's like how to get paid to do something outrageous. Go look, go Google it. Google will tell you how many people get paid for how many oddball things. And it's so nichey, like down to just the most, I can't like, I wish I could come up with an example right now and I can't, but like, you know, okay, I'm looking around and I think of dipping incense, like people sell incense, like that someone literally makes incense for their job. Like that's what they do. Right. Or someone paints something for their job or whittles wood. Like uh, there's so many things that are very particular. And if you're like um, a techie, like people paid to get built little thing. Oh gosh, I could go on and on. What could I monetize? How could I live outside the box and in my own way? And, and I do want to wrap it back around to the fact that it doesn't always have to be some way out there, ultra extraordinary type of thing is like, it might bring you joy. I remember like, <laughs> I actually remember joking that if I could make a living working at my the ice cream shop, for the rest of my life, I would. And I'm sure that there's a way to do that. Maybe I own an ice cream shop and I run it and and that's, you know, but it's just so funny because I remember wanting to do that. I loved serving up smiles is what I would call it. And then I bartended for a while and that was fun for like six months because I was serving up smiles, but then people got too silly about it. So um, there really is these like fun and lighthearted type careers that we can have. And I just want you to keep that in mind because I think that as adults, life gets really, really serious and a especially when it comes to paying bills or managing a budget or making sure that we are providing for our families. And I know that that's important. And you can do that inside of a job that you really, really love. Work is not meant to be suffrage. And so, you know, I think that it's been normalized that that's what it seems like, but you really can do something that lights you up to where you're not living for the weekends, that you're not living for vacations, that you don't need to run from your work. And I just really want to say so because it's so, so possible. It is so possible, but it takes getting clear about who you are, what you want, what your gifts and purposes, and then creating a life around it. So I love you so much. Um, I want to say one more thing is that when we are living our heart unleashed in the way that I've been talking about in this episode, it really is a contribution to others. And I think that that's really important because many of us find purpose in contributing to others and sharing love and sharing light and and helping other people live great lives too. And that I imagine that for so many of us, I truly, I want to say very definitively uh, for all of us that we came here with a purpose and to fulfill a role on this planet and that it can bring us joy and it can be fun and in different ways. So I hope that this sparked some hope inside of you, some excitement, some curiosity, and and that you hit the journal, take the pen to paper and really look at what is my passion? What is my purpose? And how can I deliver that and, and get paid to be me? So I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we really are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.